1: Learn more at marines.com. Hello, and welcome to this first match day edition of the Leeds That podcast. I'm Paul, and I'm joined today by James, Matt, and Andy. Before we uh, explain where we all are, it's worth explaining the format of these podcasts. We're going to produce a match day pod to record our experiences of the day, both before the game and afterwards. And we're going to just discuss how we how we feel about the game, a few of the uh, bits and pieces that have come up in the week, and then afterwards probably how far off we were with our predictions and our thoughts and all the main talking points.
2: Yeah, so today's fixture, we're, um, we're actually at Bristol City, down at Ashton Gate. It was a kick-off at 4.30 p.m., Um, In terms of head-to-heads previously, Bristol City have won eight against us, we've drawn nine times and uh, Leeds have won 23 times. I think the last time they actually beat us was in 2016 at Ashton Gate. So let's, no repeats of that today, please.
1: Right, so uh, where where is everybody else at? I'm at home with my uh, one-year-old playing. You might get the odd little noise in the background. Matthew?
2: Well Matt's is a bit interesting right, okay. really. Maybe we should let him have the, the final say. Um but I think we're okay. all we're <laughs> we're all at home, aren't we, at the moment. Uh Andy, you are as well.
3: Yeah, I'm just, like just currently walking around my bedroom pacing, waiting to take my little boy to football this morning. So it's a bit of a kind of calm before the storm. It feels like Christmas Day today. I love first day of the season. I'm just very jealous uh, that of Matt's situation and what Matt's doing. Go cool, on, Matt, where are you at, at the moment?
0: Um, Well, you might hear in the background some announcements. I'm currently at Edinburgh Airport in departures. Uh, I've come to the end of a two-week holiday. Strategically planned to coincide with the first game of the season. I'm about to fly to Heathrow uh, and then get a National Express coach down the M4 to Ashton Gate for the game. And the reason I'm doing that is because there were no trains that would get me into Ashton Gate for 4.30, even if I left on the first train out of Edinburgh. So bit of a difficult day but at least I'm going to get to see the game
3: and
2: very very excited. so uh, I think uh, I'll probably jump into a bit of team news we know that um, Berardi's out suspended, uh, Roof's got an injury, Tyler Roberts is also injured at the moment uh, and Luke Halen's out so um, it's another standard start to our season really isn't it? Lots of players been injured but um, I don't know how we'll fare. There's a lot been touted about the uh, the new three three one three, um, which we deployed at uh, Cagliari, um, if I pronounce that right. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how how we come out today.
1: So, uh, what are the opposition saying, James? What are, what are the what are the fans saying? What are they thinking?
2: So I had a look at um, OTIB fans forum, which is um, only team in Bristol, I believe. Um, which is obviously ironic um but basically there's a, there's one one comment that I found quite funny which was a, a bloke who basically poo-pooed the idea of any any sort of system being worthwhile um so it's Roy, royston footy's issue says there's too much too much fixation on systems it doesn't matter a jot whether leads line up in 3-3-1-3 4-3-3 4-4-2 or any other combination it's 10 outfield players each in Leeds' case it's actually 11 uh, with Kiko Uh, it's 10 outfield players each the configuration of which will change repeatedly throughout the match all that is required is each player to do the job asked and show the intelligence to react to changing circumstances when necessary well I think uh, I think if you think 4-4-2 and uh, Steve Evans managing us is better than Bielsa and three three one three, one 3 I think he's, he's a bit short-sighted, to be honest. But there you go.
3: Giggs has had too much cider for me there. What What is he on about there? But I'm hoping we just go dominate now. Uh, it just shows that some people think they know it all and have a clue, do they?
2: Well, that's it. I think a lot of um, fans, when you just kind of just skimming through the forum as well, a lot of their fans are, are, are kind of nervous that... Um, you know, Webster's just been sold uh, to Brighton, Hove Albion for like 20 million. So I think they feel like we're going to do a lot of damage uh, to them. Um, but little do they know, we don't have any defence either. So
0: um,
2: so what did people make of Bielsa's press conference? Did anyone get a chance to tune into that? I thought a lot, a lot of people were sort of kicking off about it. And
1: uh, he did kind of toe the party line about financial fair play. But he did say he'd welcome players that enhance the team. Um, but I, I think the the danger with these, particularly without Salim, is that um, what he says and what gets reported are two quite different things. It's almost like Chinese whispers. And mm. we get a very toned down, boring version because it came out afterwards about him talking about staying at Leeds and the sentiment of marching on together. And And I don't think all of that was fully came across in the bits that, Popey gave or anyone else from the, uh, from so, the presser
3: it, it, am I hearing this right you're blaming Marcos Abad for this are you saying stick to goalkeeping coaching rather than translation
1: I think so <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah I don't think there was too I've much wrong with out. it to be fair
1: I, I assume that your Spanish
3: is much better than mine then. si senor perfect Muchos gracias <laughs>
1: So anyone having a anyone having a punt today? What, what are the bookies saying? What's worth a bet?
2: I put a bet on Jack Harrison to score a hat trick. Call me stupid, but well, I am. But there you go. I think the odds were like three hundred to one. So I thought, why not? I will put a couple of quid on that. It could happen. You never know.
1: I saw uh, Ben White forty-five to one first goal scorer. Did you put a bet on? Could be like printing money that. Yeah,
2: cheeky pound. So the referee for this game is uh, Tim Robinson. Um, I think he managed us... Uh, sorry, he, Not him again. Yeah, <laughs> he refereed us four times last season. To be fair, though, Matt, we uh, we won three of them and drew one. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean.
0: That one that we drew, though, was that Middlesbrough game, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. At the start of that. he, was, he just made it all about him at Elland Road. So I'll be hoping he doesn't do that again this time.
2: Yeah, there seems to be... Maybe
1: someone's had a word with him since then because the, uh, the West Brom game, maybe, I thought he might disallow that Pablo goal for being too early or something like that, but... Too good. Right, OK, let's get down to some predictions. So before the game, let, we'll... We'll discuss this and then afterwards we'll see exactly how stupid we were. So, Andy, what are you thinking?
3: Uh, I think it's a bit tight, obviously. i been mean, watching watching stuff come in yesterday. All, all the front runners seem to have had a bit of a fart and dropped it, haven't they? So, I think we just need to go steady ship, remember who we are, what we are. But I think we've probably got one of the tougher fixes to start out of everybody else that we're, we're seeing as rivals this season. So, I'm going go for a tight game. I'm going to go 1-0 <clears throat> leads.
2: <clears throat> Perfect. James? Uh, yeah, it's similar. I think it's going to be tight, to be fair. Um, but I, th- I can't imagine us beating them again three times on the trot. I know we've done it before, but um, I'm going 2 all. I think we're, we're going to get a draw today, which I'd be happy with, to be fair.
1: Well, I'm going for 2-0, and I think maybe out of blind optimism, but I've just uh, got a really positive feeling about this uh, game today. And Matthew, what, what are you
0: saying? 2-1 to Leeds. That's my uh, default prediction, if I have no clue what's going to happen. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get three points, and I only glanced at yesterday's uh, opening fixtures, but I, I think it would only take... Uh, three goal victory for us to go top so 2-1's my prediction but 3-0 is my uh is what we should be aiming for i'd love Bamford to get an early goal this season because he's one of those players where when he scores one he'll he'll keep scoring so if he gets one today it's a good sign for the start of the season
1: what i thought was weird was on the uh on the highlights a little logo on the television for downloading last night's highlights for goal scorers it had a picture of bamford front and center so i think they were they were forecasting that it's definitely gonna happen let's see afterwards how uh, how spot on or how far off the mark we uh we were with this one.
2: Opening day of the season, and we have beaten Bristol City 3-1 at Ashton Gate. What a result! Nervous <laughs> yeah, no, boys I was never nervous.
3: Matt, Matt, talking about the crowd because uh, we've, we've obviously watched it on the TV, enjoyed it, going wild for it. But how was it in the crowd? It must have been ecstatic.
0: A very good, a very good uh, atmosphere in the away end today, which is not always the case. Um yeah, everybody very happy. And what I was pleased about was it was from the word go. So even before we went ahead, everybody was behind the team. Kiko didn't get too much grief. Uh, Bumford didn't get any. So, yeah, all positive and uh, great celebrations in the lead end. And, and uh, a lot of uh, uh, abuse for Sky TV as well, which is always good for.
3: Mate, talk to me about the love for Jack Harrison, because... The thing for me is he's got a lot of abuse and he's come through and he's got the goal today, but in pre-season, he's been outstanding.
0: Well, I think Jack Jack Harrison got on in the score sheet, so did Bamford. so that's two players who uh, everybody was questioning before the season started. Kiko Kassia pulled off some good saves. I mean, he also played as a centre midfielder for a part of the game as well, but he... um, (laughs) You know, like these uh, these guys, uh, you know, we knew they were going to get some abuse and they were going to come under scrutiny and they've all had a, a really good game. But the one that really stands out is Ben White. Um, people saying, yeah, you know, people yes. were absolutely good that Jansen had gone, but he's uh, he, he put in one of the best debuts I've ever seen, I think.
3: Yes, yeah, I tell you what, mate, he was my man of the match by a distance.
0: He was my man of the match until Pablo scored.
3: Paul can touch on this one because I was... I was lucky to watch it with Paul, and uh, in about the 18th minute, Pablo nutmegged one of their players. They'd nutmegged him again and went through. And you're kind of going, "Pablo's just up to the same business once again." But Ben White was unbelievable. Paul, touch on that, please, mate. You were big
1: for Ben White the whole game, mate. But that goal by Pablo, how good was that? His touch. And the thing that annoyed me was when the Sky commentator went. And it was Paul Robinson, half-time he went, oh, he's had a bad touch. First of all, he's tried to turn it around the corner, but
2: he's recovered it by putting it in the top corner. It was never a bad touch. That that touch was out of his feet so he could turn towards goal. It was perfect. Yeah, and, it, it, and was it was a class touch. touch. Yeah, it, it was, was, it was class unbelievable. Classic, classic, classic Pablo. And he, deserved, he deserved man of the match. thought so Ben White for a debut was fantastic. He just looked so assured. But Pablo is—I think you come to expect it from him now. So it's almost like you can't give him man of the match, but he deserved it. He was just head and shoulders above everyone on that pitch. I do think Ben White was exceptional. Yeah, just it, just having someone calm at the back is is what we need, especially when you've got someone uh, flapping away behind you like Kiko Casilla. So yeah, he fits Bielsa mould hundred percent, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. It, it is what it's what we've needed is a, is a calm and influence at the back, I think. You know, Berardi's not that, is he, let's be honest. And, and it does just need someone to pick up the ball, uh, move in the clever little triangles, get the ball out of the back um, up to the top third. There's that little um, movement later on where um, Costa broke through on goal, which he should have gone down for a penalty in my view. But it, the the interplay at the back was just unbelievable, unbelievable. And it was all all sort of infused by Ben White, really, really good.
3: Is it fair to think that uh, somebody in the ground that they might have had a great game and really calmed that defense down?
0: Yeah, I was wondering whether it was one of those performances which looked good in uh, in the flash but didn't look so good on TV. So I was really pleased that everybody seems to be uh, raving about his performance as well. It, it wasn't, it was a bit of everything. I mean, he put in some great tackles, but his passing was incredible.
1: The biggest moment of the game today was uh, when Pablo scored and. Andy jumped in front of me ran through into the kitchen came back in and said I've just had a kiss off Mrs. Morrison
3: that was wonderful beautiful moment that so what made great great pull Mrs. Morrison what a treat
0: so we've won 3-1 on the opening day of the season for the second year in a row this time it was away so I think that makes it a better result than last season's opening day win um, but I think even though we're top of the league, uh, we played really well. Um, I think we've got to keep a bit of a lid on it, haven't we? Because being top of the league now doesn't matter. Being top of the league at Christmas doesn't matter. Being top of the league in March doesn't matter. We've got 45 more games to go. I think the most pleasing thing about today is that it doesn't feel like we've gone backwards. It feels like we're still performing uh, as well as we were last season. So a really, really good start and uh, can't wait for next Saturday.
1: I think that's the perfect summary.
0: A little bit worried at one point when um, it looked like we were going to have all of the possession, um, but couldn't score a goal other than a bit of magic from Pablo because that was really the problem last season. But then we scored a couple of uh, a couple of different goals for us, and uh, I think that bodes well for the next few weeks.
1: I think we scored three different goals for us. I think we scored something out of nothing with Pablo, which was absolutely top class, top corner, and then that goal for Bamford. Was such a well-worked move, and he absolutely aggressively attacked that corner. And then the third one was just it scrappily, like it was a great move, but we just didn't get that. It didn't just drop someone like it did Harrison to just knock it into the net. It just felt so good.
2: Yeah, it was that was um, it was good to see Harrison score that. There's been there's been a lot of goals where I've just put so much uh, last season in particular. So much pressure around the six-yard box um, that you know eventually it falls to someone to hit it. Usually it's Alioski and he blazes it over the bar, um, but it, it was good to see it land at Harrison and him bury it. And I, I really want him to have a good season. I, I think uh, I think a lot of him. I think he's a decent player.
0: So one last point that I'd like to make is that I always forget this until it comes around to the first day of the season everybody stinks in the crowd in the first game of the season there's three moments in the year where the crowd really stink there's Boxing Day and New Year's Day because of the hangover farts and then there's August because everyone just stinks of sweat and body odour um, so as much as I was delighted for us to get a 3-1 win I couldn't wait to get away from the guy stood next to me
2: There's a lot of seagulls that fly around Bristol, aren't there?
0: Yeah, there were an awful lot of seagulls I've no idea
2: why I watched the under-23s playing Scarborough the other day. Not one seagull. Not one seagull. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, anyway.
0: Sorry, one other thing we should just touch on is reef because I've heard rumours that uh, Bielsen talked about reef in, uh, in his interview. Is that right?
2: He kind of stumbled over the point that um, that, yeah, he was likely to be leaving. And then he kind of tried not to mention it, but then ended up mentioning it again, which is quite funny. So... I think he probably realised he wasn't supposed to say anything yet, but it does sound like, um, yeah, he's he's on the way, uh, which is a shame. But it kind of makes sense, to be honest, for a lot of reasons. And the the club just need to make the most of it now. Make sure we get a couple of decent players in. By the sounds of it, yeah. Beelsa also did also single out Phillips um, and say that White and Dallas all had really good games today. Obviously, Bamford and Pablo got the attention with the interview at the end but um, but yeah he, he, he sang praise for those guys and I think they deserve it they're really really good just a brilliant day wasn't it really and what did the pundits on Sky make of it?
1: the uh, pundits on Sky were some Bristol guy that I don't know and Paul Robinson and uh, the, it's just all fleshing it out and trying to make out as if they don't know anything about it and they make big deals of absolutely anything that's going on but Basically they said Leeds is pretty good. That was it. Leeds leads are pretty good. Uh Robbo did a lot of calling out Kiko about his positioning. But ultimately,
2: you know, he was quite impressed by the fact that we won. Well, thanks everyone for listening and all the feedback we've been getting. It's been uh, it's been really good, you know, and it means a lot to us. Uh, we've we've definitely learned absolutely tons from doing these first two podcasts. So, uh, you know, your feedback is helping to shape it up. It's, you know, it's really appreciated. Um, so at the minute we're launching like a, a prize draw and it's potentially going to be for some signed Leeds United memorabilia. Uh, you can enter at leadsthat.com and we'll probably provide more details in the next po- podcast. Um, but you can sign up now. When you sign up as well, you'll get news on podcast updates and general news from us, so please do make sure you subscribe. Um, the podcast is now available on all decent services, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, etc. cetera. Um, if we're not listed on one of your favorite providers, just give us a shout and we'll sort it out for you. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's just leads that. Um, and we'll see you next time. Uh, it's going to be Around the Forest game, uh, where we'll be back in the studio matt's kitchen uh for a feature-length podcast so expect some quizzes bring your notepad
0: sports social podcast
3: network